Oh, and she had the goods on me, too. She knew all my little peccadilloes. People call these things imperfections, but they're not. Oh, that's the good stuff. You're not perfect, sport. And let me save you the suspense. This girl you met, she isn't perfect either. But the question is whether or not you're perfect for each other. That's the whole deal. We don't say rising into love. There is in it the idea of the fall. Taking this ghastly risk is the condition of there being life. You see, for all, life is an act of faith. The moment you take a step, you do so on an act of faith because you don't know that the floor is not going to give under your feet. The moment you take a journey, what an act of faith. Any kind of undertaking in relationship, what an act of faith. You've given yourself up. This is the most powerful thing that can be done. Surrender. See, and love is an act of surrender to another person. Total abandonment. I give myself to you. That's quite mad, because you see, it's letting things get out of control. If I worked on the light, it would take care of the rest. You bring the light in, and that takes away the darkness. And that's love. Love is ultimately light. When you feel love, you feel light. There's a lightness inside. It's a fundamental truth. Love is the strongest force ever. And so I will greet this day with love in my heart. I will greet this day with love in my heart. And I will overcome evil. Self-love is the cure to self-hate. I don't love me until you tell me that you love me. I don't like me until you tell me that you like me. Most of the people out here are running around empty. They have no sense of self, no sense of self-love. When I say self-love, it has nothing to do with celebrity, money, materialistic things, and all of the things that your negative mind could probably go to. I love me independent of you loving me. Before you can love someone regardless of their religious beliefs or their political beliefs or their economic status, whatever those things are, you got to not only like you, but you got to love you and you got to fall madly in love with you. We were two completely separate people on two completely separate individual journeys. My happiness was my responsibility. And we decided that we were going to find our individual, internal, private, separate joy. And then we were going to present ourselves to the relationship and to each other already happy. Place the responsibility for your happiness on yourself. I invested too much. I invested too much to quit. I made too many sacrifices to give up. I paid too much. I stood before your mama and your dad and said, till death do us part. If you leave, you will not leave me over the phone or through a letter. I, you will look me in my face and tell me you go. After I bring you the roses. That if you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, 
And if you gladly sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all your terror of the opposition for it, and if you simply go after that thing that you want with all of your capacity, strength and sagacity, faith, hope and confidence, and stern pertinacity, if neither cold poverty, famish or cold, sickness or pain or body and brain can keep you away from the thing that you want, if darkened and grim, you besiege and beset it, with the help of God you'll get it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, now, really, when we go back then to falling in love, and say, it's crazy, falling. We don't say rising into love. There is in it the idea of the fall. Taking this ghastly risk is the condition of there being life. You see, for all, life is an act of faith. The moment you take a step, you do so on an act of faith because you don't know that the floor is not going to give under your feet. The moment you take a journey, what an act of faith. Any kind of undertaking in relationship, what an act of faith. You've given yourself up. This is the most powerful thing that can be done. Surrender. See, and love is an act of surrender to another person. Total abandonment. I give myself to you. That's quite mad, because you see, it's letting things get out of control. All sensible people keep things in control. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Police, security, vigilance, watch it. Guards, watch it. Who's going to watch the guards? <laughs> Actually, what is really sensible is to let go, is to commit oneself, to give oneself up, and that's quite mad. So we come to the strange conclusion that in madness lies sanity. When you fall in love with somebody else and you trust them, they may, as a matter of fact, not fulfill your expectations. There will be disappointments and failures and disasters as a result of taking these risks. It's a gamble. But that risk has to be taken. The alternative to taking that risk is much worse than trusting and being deceived. Kenosis is a Greek word meaning self-emptying, self-sacrifice, and thereby conferred freedom of will and the power to love human beings. And people who give the power away are tremendously strong personalities because the more they have given it up, the more they get it. You know, you, you do this complete let off of control. It's a lovely irresponsible state to be in. What 
I am involves what you are. If I am I because you are you, and you are you because I am I, then I am not I and you are not you. In other words, we are not separate. You know, uh, you can't, for example, have two sticks. You lean two sticks against each other and they stand up because they support each other. Take one away and the other falls. And so in exactly that way, we and our environment and all of us and each other are interdependent systems. We know who we are in terms of other people. We all lock together. And therefore, that what you call the external world is as much you as your own body. Love is not something that is a sort of rare commodity. Everybody has it. Existence is love. Because you see, in tying up love in knots and becoming capable, incapable of it, you can't destroy this energy. When you won't love and you won't let it out, the thing comes out in the form of self-destruction. Uh, so everybody has the, the force running. The thing is, first of all, to get it moving. to follow whatever kind of love you have in the first place. The, the first thing then is to discover what indeed you do love, if anything, and you will find there is something. And then go into the nature of that. Now it's said that selfish people love themselves. I would say that that is really a misunderstanding of the whole thing. If you explore what you love when you say you love yourself, you will make the startling discovery that everything you love is something which you thought was other than yourself. You suddenly discover that yourself is bigger than you thought it was. It uh, includes the other. And you can't do without it. You, this brings about a fundamental change in the understanding of the meaning and nature of self. And thereupon, there become a change of attitude to other people. Your love, which is what you are, begins to express itself quite naturally and unaffectedly in a wider way. Now you may ask, well, how are we going to love? I don't think that's quite the question. It isn't so much how or where are we going to get the love from. We all have it. It's simply deep down in us bursting to get out. The desire to love and to be loved is, I think, probably the deepest thing that there is in us. Certainly, if the relationship of infancy to the rest of life have any truth in them at all. And so it's a matter of seeing that this deeply repressed love must be let out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People, I love, single people are so funny to me. They're sitting in Starbucks and they got themselves a book and they, they read it to themselves and they got the latte and they're just reading and they're in a quiet space and they're doing good and everything's fine and they're just like, this is a good day. I'm just coming out by myself. I'm just going to have a day by myself and I'm just going to read and this is good. And then all of a sudden, here comes a married couple. They come and walk right on in and then they, they kind of sit near a table near you and they're just sitting there and they're holding hands, you know what I'm saying? And they're looking into each other's eyes and they're just like, this, and the single person see, see, you see God, you see, I, I ain't got nothing in my life, you see, I just wish if I just had somebody to hold a hand with, if I, if I could just have somebody just to snuggle with, if I could just sip somebody else's latte and they could sip my latte, just, it would be so good. Little does a single person know, the married people sitting at the table saying, oh my goodness, that look good, she's all by herself. No, my, if I could just get a day alone, if I, if I could just get my thoughts to myself, oh God, this hand is good, but that last guy, I wish I could read a book sometime, I wish I could take a day by myself and the married people looking at the single person like ah and the single person looking at the married people like ah and the enemy got us all messed up because he wants you not to see that you're blessed right where you are you're whole right where you are you're complete right where you are he wants you to spend your life looking at what you don't have instead of using what you got I want to encourage somebody out there who's thinking about quitting and giving up Somebody who has been praying for years for things to turn around. You're thinking about quitting. You're thinking about giving up. Don't give up. There are some times in life where you fall down and you feel like you don't have the strength to get back up. So it's like one step at a time. You just want to to step out of it, to step out of the, 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 the whole race, the whole business. The, the monstrosity of being alive overwhelms you. We cannot deny the forces that once we attain a certain level of pleasure, then we're going to get used to it. But if it gets, you know, redirected or it doesn't happen the way we want, well, that's when the suffering comes. You take steps in this direction, you take steps in that direction, sort of get lost along the way and sometimes you fall down. But if I fail, I try again and again and again. For as long as I try, there's always that chance of getting up. And it's not the end until you've given up. And just the fact that you're here should persuade you that you have another chance to get back up there's still hope. Where is there happiness? Well, happiness is found within, within the heart, or found within the whole world, everything and nothing. 
it's not in one particular thing, but it's in everything. I know how it feels to have a broken heart, and I know how it feels to be alone. But I just want you to know that it's not the end. You're thinking about quitting, you're thinking about giving up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stay in it. Stay focused. got to reevaluate and attack life again and it's, it's, it's tough it's hard you know it's like being knocked back almost even though you're successful it's like being pushed back again yeah whether you win or you lose the depression still sets in right yeah yeah the number of uh teens gen zers 20 somethings suffering from uh depression and anxiety and loneliness loneliness is through the roof this is one of the biggest issues that they're dealing with on college campuses We rise to our maximum potential when we're of service to others. Going back to anxiety, going back to depression, going back to loneliness, I truly believe that's the answer. That's the way out of any kind of mental illness. It's like, I'm gonna make myself a better person, I'm gonna make the world a better place, and everything that I'm doing, I've got these two chariots, and I'm going down this road, or I'm going down this road, or I'm going down both together. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's a lot you're wrong about. A lot you don't fully understand yet. And that's okay. What matters more than being right is your willingness to learn. Work every day to develop an open mind. Those with narrow thinking will only ever experience within the tunnel they've enclosed themselves. Those open to change will experience life. And if life begins to feel stagnant, look around. Appreciate the now that you are in. Give yourself a break. In the end, your life will not be defined by the days spent working or worrying. You'll find yourself reminiscing on instances that gave meaning to your life, so collect these moments. Memories etched into your mind. The nights you know exactly what it felt like to be alive. The meaning of life is the meaning you create for yourself. So spend your time with the people who mean well and do the things that mean the most. Remember you are young and age gracefully. All the kids want to be adults until they become adults, so remember to be the kid you are, and remember to enjoy the process. Don't overload yourself. You know as much as you need to right now, and you are still growing. You are still learning. Take the time to be youthful. The world will try to make you feel old, 
as if you're running out of time. But remember, the world doesn't die when you do. It was here before you came and it will be here after you leave. So take full advantage of the time you have while you're here. You're not ahead of or behind anyone. You're exactly where you need to be. Observe others in their paths. Watch them grow. Cheer for them even. But do not compare yourself. Because a life lived in comparison is a life half-lived, so live entirely. And if there's a heaven, give them a show. Let them find themselves enamored by the path you've chosen to follow. Show them what it means to be alive.